0: N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash W-T-F.
1: Lock the gate!
0: <laughs> All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the ears? What the fucksters? What's happening? What the fuckettes? How's it going? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. Welcome to it. Oh, God, I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. Oh, it didn't happen. Oh, I want it to happen so bad. Oh, God damn it. That's disappointing. Oh, now I'm going to try to make it happen. Hold on. Just try to tickle it. Just try to get it out. Oh, it went away. I was so close. I was so Close. I was on the edge of a beautiful sneeze and now it just, it's disappeared. That is so unsettling. I mean, it's not a major tragedy, but how great are sneezes? It's a little bit shameful depending on how you handle it publicly, but internally a sneeze delivers, man. If you let a sneeze go, how great is it just to be outside? Have you ever just full on just Didn't hold back a sneeze at all and just let snot and spit and that spray just come right out of your head out into the world just because you're outside and there's no one around the free sneeze, the, the sneeze of freedom. That's uh, it's one of the, it's one of the little things. It's one of the great things. It's one of the joys. Obviously, if you're sick and you're sleeping and you can't stop it, whatever. But that, that surprise sneeze or two out of nowhere when there's no one around and you're outside and you can just let it go and maybe, you know, blow your nose old style, like just, you know, right onto the ground, hold one nostril shut and then the other one, if no one's around. Hey, even if there's someone around, you know, life is short. Fuck them. Let them judge. You know. Yeah. I mean, Kleenex is a racket. It's a conspiracy. It's a. It's a conglomerate. It's a large business, the Kleenex Corporation. You know, we there was a time with no Kleenexes where people were just holding their finger over one nostril and blasting, holding the finger over the other nostril, blasting, then just wipe it on your, your uh, your hemp shirt or your or your hide skin thing, yeah. That's the way it was in the old days. People walking around, sneezing freely and spreading disease. That happens now. Primarily in work environments, not small villages. I guess that's sort of a small village. Oh, look what happened. I didn't, intro- I didn't do the professional thing I was planning on doing initially, which was tell you that Brad Garrett is on the show today. Come on, sneeze. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Give me something good. Give me something good. Nothing. Well, Brad is on the ABC series *Single Parents*. It's on uh, Wednesday nights, nine thirty. It's going to be in a movie coming up uh, called *Gloria Bell* with Julianne Moore, and he's here. The interesting thing about Brad is that I didn't know him. He's not a stand-up that I, you know, he's in, he's been around for a long time, but he was not in the world I was in. I never saw him when he was on the *Everybody Loves Ray*. Everyone loves Raymond. I I didn't know him from stand-up, but a lot of other guys did because he's a Vegas animal. He's a star search and Vegas animal, but like a pro, like a guy who's been at it a long time. But I I just didn't know him. I'd never seen his act. Didn't know where he came from or why. And uh, I always liked him as an actor. And uh, now I got to know him. And I think we had a a good comic talk jam, which is something I do here, do the, the comic stuff. Talk to the comics. But I do want to hip you to my own uh, dates. We had a, a great time last Sunday at Dynasty Typewriter here in Los Angeles. It was uh, a great show. Uh, I did about an hour and 20, 25. Uh, Jackie Tone from uh, the show Glow uh, opened for me with her with her musical comedy. And she was great. The audience was great. My new pal, Tracy Letts, showed up with his wife, Carrie Coon, the actress, and uh, it was lovely. I, it's, uh, we're out there supporting each other. I'm going to his show tonight. Tonight I'm going. I'm going to see uh, Linda Vista, the new Tracy Letts play here at the uh, Taper Forum in Los Angeles. I'm excited about it. I'm going to the theater. And I, uh, I'm I, I'm excited. So we're going to each other's stuff, isn't that fun? It's weird when you're old and you're, uh, you're trying to make new friends, but uh, you know we'll see what happens. So what's the point? The point is I've got several more of these dates, and I was encouraged by last uh, by last Sunday. Some new material uh, sort of took shape on stage, which is exciting for me. That's sort of the process of what I'm trying to do, sort of mold this hour or figure out what the through line is, explore some of the ideas that I have not co- quite, quite pulled together yet in the way that I do it, which is I get on stage and I move through it. And hopefully out of sheer panic and fear uh, and the need to be funny, something will be delivered to me. It w- I will have the idea, which will many times be kind of funny enough and then uh, not know where it's going to go. And then every once in a while, hopefully more so than not, I will be delivered the next piece by from the ether, from the muse, from the, the great uh, collective unconscious where there's just Mark uh, Marin taglines fro- floating freely throughout the collective unconscious that I need to somehow kind of uh, kind of pull down. And, and move through the vessel. Yeah. So Dynasty Typewriter here in Los Angeles, February 10th, February 17th, February 24th, March 17th. Those are the dates. I'll be at the Wheeler Opera House in uh, Aspen, March 23rd, and the Boulder Theater, March 24th. Those are the dates I have available at this juncture. A lot of feedback came in. From my Aaron Sorkin interview, a lot of people love that interview, and I'm happy about that. But uh, more so, I get you know, it's like I get emails, man, and you know, I get moved by it because it's moving, and because the type of impact that I can have just by talking about myself or engaging in conversation with you is uh, it's a real thing. The subject line on this one is "Marin Saved My Life." Who'd have thought? Almost a year ago, I was driving from Atlanta back home to Tulsa on a week-long cocaine bender full of wild debauchery that my mid-30s body was finding increasingly difficult to maintain. I had one plan in mind when I got home, drink myself to death. Enough was enough. At some point during the drive, Comedy Central Radio played a short clip from one of your stand-up specials. The one where you recall nights twacked out on coke thinking you were going to die, juxtaposed against your current level of anxiety where you decide you're just going to ride it out. It made me laugh so hard in this weird sort of visceral comedic truth, limelight with the realization that the joke is only good because you are able to come out on the other side. Meanwhile, I'm right in the thick of it. Laughter turns to nervous chuckle, turns to sigh of despair. I didn't really know who you were aside from a vague memory of listening to you talk to Terry Gross. But now you had buried yourself in my head and I couldn't stop thinking about that joke. When I got home, I decided to grant myself a stay of execution so I could watch Marin on Netflix and see what you were all about. It was hilarious, but it also got me thinking about my life and if there was a way out that didn't involve death. I mean, if someone as neurotic as you could stay sober for that long, maybe I could do it too. The fourth season was like a ghost of Mint's future for me. I walked into AA the next day red-eyed and hungover, but I was there and I was alive. I'll be celebrating a year's sobriety in March, all thanks to a chance, three-minute snapshot bit from a comedian I hardly knew anything about. I just happened to hear it on the worst day of my life while flipping through an endless category of satellite radio stations, and it had a profound impact on me. I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for your honest and fearless humor. Thanks for being real. Boomer lives. And when I read that, it's like, you know, I feel I feel like I helped. I feel better. I feel like I did service. I feel like I might have saved a guy's life for now, uh, it, but not in a in a in a in a self aggrandizing way. That's the way that the that we sober people do. And uh, and it, you know, it, it makes me feel like you know I'm here for a reason, and and I just want to wish him uh, say congrats, congrats to Jay. Stay with it, man stay with it. Oh, yeah, I want to tell you about Hunt Sales's record. Hunt Sales. Hunt Sales, uh it was on episode 423 of WTF and Hunt Sales is somebody that I I tracked down back in the day in the uh in the fr- in the first few hundred episodes, but that was 423. Wow, man. I mean, there was such I, I got people in my mind and I was like, I got to track him down. Hunt Sales is, he was the drummer uh, on Iggy Pop's Lust for Life. And, I, and when I talked to him, you can go back and listen to the interview. Him and his brother were the rhythm section on Lust for Life. And they were also the rhythm section uh, on the Bowie Tin Machine records. But he, he also started very young when he was like in his teens with his brother, uh, you know, playing for Todd Rundgren on, I think, Runt. Uh, But they but but Hunt was this sort of mythical figure to me, this like, you know, hardcore uh, rock drummer, hard living uh, Jewish drug warrior that uh, I was always mildly obsessed with. So I had to go track him down. I literally had to go figure out I heard he was in Austin. I heard he was alive. And uh, I went and found him. You know, he's a guy that has struggled you know years with addiction and and but was just this signature goddamn fucking rock drummer man i mean the opening drum riff on lust for life who doesn't know that and how does it sound so specifically him but he's a he's just an animal on those drums man so he's he's actually has his debut album out that uh, was sent to me. It's a, it's, it's heavy. It's personal. It's a rock record. It's his band. Uh, and I remember when I was in Austin looking around, <laughs> and I, you know, looking for a Hunt, and I saw, you know, uh, listings for the, uh, for the Hunt Sales Memorial, and I thought, well, I missed him. I, <laughs> I, I got here too late. But that's actually the name of his band. Uh, it, it's the Hunt Sales Memorial. It's coming out tomorrow, January twenty fifth. It's called Get Your Shit Together. So support one of the old drug warriors who's still at it, and he seems like he's sober. I haven't talked to him lately, but uh, but I'm happy to uh, to give old Hunt some love for his new record. So uh, go do that if you want. You hear that in the background, the sound of a truck reversing. Yeah, it's construction time on my street, I guess. Uh, I I helped this guy out. The guy who just moved in across the street from me. He's got kids, and you know he wanted a street light. For some reason, there's this one spot on the other street that I'm not on, the, the, the street on the other side of the house. There's no street light, and it's sort of dark right there. And for some reason, just because it seems to be the one dark patch in this entire neighborhood, uh, strange people uh, sort of sit in their cars over there doing God knows what. I, 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 every neighborhood I've lived in, I haven't been that far away from. What are they doing over there? What, why are they, are they just talking? Why, why, do, they just, why do they park there? I've always been pretty close to that but at other times it's sort of like i know what they're fucking doing just don't get involved there's that a little more definitive but uh but this guy yeah, petitioned the city he had he had me over nice guy and he was trying to get some names together to get a to get the city to put a lamp there a street lamp and it's happening and he uh, he texted me to thank me and and now we'll see we'll see what happens maybe it'll just provide more light for those people who are parking there. Wait, what are they doing? Oh, I see what they're doing. That's not good. You're right. That's not good. That's going to be done. So other good news, uh, Sarah the Painter got a stellar review in the Los Angeles Times for her current show that is up at uh, Gallery Honor Fraser here in L.A. through the beginning of March. If you want to go see the genius, the colors, the paintings, the collage, the stained glass, the painted floor. You can go do that. Uh, I'm very excited for her and uh, proud of her. And uh, I mean, this review was fucking all good. Like having been reviewed before and knowing that intelligent reviewers, which this guy was, you generally will put one sentence or a paragraph in there where you where you go like, that, I don't know if that 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 sounded smart, but it's not not nice. Was that's not a good. It's, I can't tell if, that, if he's saying something good or it should hurt me. I feel uncomfortable. There's always one of those paragraphs. Not in his review. So that was nice. So Brad Garrett is here. Uh, I was excited to meet him and talk to him because I wasn't really familiar with his comedy. I'd never met him before. I I love. I think he's a very funny guy. I always like his acting and stuff. And, but this was a real deal comic talk. Uh, Brad is uh, currently on the ABC series Single Parents which is uh, on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. He's also in an upcoming movie, Gloria Bell with Julianne Moore. And here he is talking to me right here you get your podcasts
1: you live all the way on the west side yeah i'm way out like malibu like north north i'm like far far
0: Oh really? Are you? Yeah. Do you live on Bob Dylan's property? I do. I do. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't he own most of Malibu? That's what my understanding is. No, no, those are the old days. Oh really? Those are the old days. I I heard he still owns most of it. No, he could yeah. whatever happened to him?
1: You know, he, he's, yeah, he's out there
0: living the life that he's uh he's designed for himself. No kids, no wife. No, he's got plenty of kids. Okay, uh, he's got uh, I think at least one wife. If not two, right? And I think he's just decided that. Uh, yeah, and I think it's conscious that I'm I'm gonna you know, die, you know,
1: in a hotel room outside of State Fairgrounds where I just oh, played. Oh, I would love that. Would you? That's my dream. Is that? Anything no, I, that gets you back to the circus.
0: Yeah, well I, well, I think your version of it would be a room in Vegas.
1: Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I, I, which you, everyone knows I'm going to die in Vegas somewhere. <laughs>
0: you have died yeah. in Vegas. Many, I mean... many times. You know, it's funny. I was going to say that, but I was like,
1: I can't be that hacky in front of Mark. That's <laughs> i let Mark Vegas do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you set me up. I took it. I there took the bait.
1: There you go. But it,
0: So Malibu, though, is that you grew up in this, t- you grew up here?
1: I grew up in uh, San Fernando Valley. I'm a native. Yeah. So uh, Malibu
0: was always like growing up. That was always like that's that. That where... was a dream. And right. we'd
1: go over the tunnel and over the Canyon and uh, not was, over the tunnel, through it.
0: Why well, You spent a little time in New York
1: too, I guess. Yeah, a little, Yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> I've always go, felt like in New York. My dad was from the Bronx. Right. The first time I went to New York, I was 18 yeah. and I never really dug the California. I never yeah. fit into the vibe. Well, no, if you're, anyway. if
0: you're uh sort of genetically East coast and yeah. it's, it's your parents are first generation, one of them, you're going to, it's going to absorb yeah. into you because yep. you have family back there, right? Yep. So when they you were do. a kid, you'd go see, uh, the, yep. the, the Jewish. No, uh, no actually they
1: all came out. They all came out here. I did have family left in Pennsylvania, but uh, everyone's pretty much gone. My family's pretty much. Uh,
0: but when you were a kid, you didn't right have relatives there. in New York or
1: uh well it was no they were in pennsylvania and they would always they always wanted to come east where in pennsylvania uh, downy town pennsylvania what's that like near, near the amish oh really uh, it's about 90 minutes out of philly
0: so, oh, so the uh, the Jews, they, they thought the Amish looked familiar? They liked the hats. They liked the hats
1: and the free dairy. <laughs> yeah. So they were, they were there a lot.
0: But the horse and carts, they didn't understand. That they did. That seemed the a little old- Why the schmeck
1: and the smell? <laughs> what is with the knife? You got the knife and the incense. No so you're running, the- you're running one extreme to the other. Here. You, you got dice. End, buddy.
0: You got to embrace all sides of yourself, and That's it's right. all right here. The broken hammer, which implies I'm not great with tools. Right. The <laughs> dice, which are large and silly because I'm not a gambler. The oh. knife in case you know uh, a guest wants to hurt me. Sure, the crystal ball. These are all you know, tchotchkes that I've so they mean up something. they just
1: not stuff. They me- all have meaning.
0: Well, they've been on. The, they were on the original. they I just uh, accumulated a lot of stuff over the years doing the show. And this is the new garage, and it's not as cluttered as the old one, and it's not as put together because I still have to do some work in here. Sure, but the other one was kind of like massively cluttered. But I kept the little clutter. Probably
1: musty. It was yeah, a little mold. The a other little mold. Yeah, right, spiderwebby, was...
0: spider musty. Oh gosh, the old one was. You've never gambled uh why well, it, it i have other problems like what uh well i've been sober for 19 years I so have i have 21 had, oh congratulations Thank so you. i had the and cocaine the alcohol right the pot but the gambling i i'm just of the i you know i never understood the rush of it now i understand that well, the rush usually
1: of it. Y- you didn't like when you got clean you didn't replace it with something else you didn't feel you had to? Well,
0: I'm right now I'm back on nicotine lozenges, which I'm okay. compulsively doing. Okay. Uh, you know, sex was important for a while. That was too for me. And that's diminishing a bit. Yeah. Uh, not because, like, I'm just you know, I'm with somebody, and as the I get disappointment. older... disappointment.
1: Why disappoint two people? Uh,
0: well, uh, well, they... but you know what Are I mean. Are you having when... a problem
1: with the with the one-eyed liar? With no, not really. No, I've, yeah. I'm
0: just, I, I've, I'm on to myself in I'm the way little... that, like, I'm with the person, you know, I don't need other people, but there was a period where I needed as many people as possible.
1: Yeah, it was that during your addiction uh when it was uh well it was more during the divorce brad uh you know that's yeah where the- well keep, being married makes you need other people <laughs> yeah i think uh
0: what i was trying a- to figure out uh, looking over like for, the first thing is i don't think we've ever really met which is odd right and that you right. know you're about you're the generation just uh, ahead of me I'm i'm 55 what are you 58 so like you, I, did, I like don't we're, think it's
1: a generation. Mode,
0: no, no, but, but you're just a different. Like, who were the guys you started
1: with? Oh, let me see. I started with. Uh, were you at the,
0: where'd you start? The improv? I started
1: the uh, Ice House and the Improv. Right. The I, improv. I, I Ice know, House was my my place.
0: I do the I do the Ice House now. Sometimes to yeah. works shit out. It's a great. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's almost amazing. cheating. Even I cheating.
1: could go over there. Oh, sure. You yeah, could I kill mean, him. with my shit. If you
0: don't kill at the ice house, there's,
1: you're, you're, you there's something stop. wrong
0: with you. Yeah. But let's go back first. So you're in Woodland Hills. You're being brought up by Jews. Right. Uh, you've got Jewish siblings, I imagine.
1: I had two brothers. They're, yeah. They're both gone? They're both. I lost, unfortunately, my brothers early to, early on a cancer. Oh. I just lost my other brother who ran my club in Vegas uh, in May. Oh, my God. Out uh, of the blue, six weeks after being diagnosed. So that was a nightmare. What? We were very close. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, pancreatic. man. Thank you, man. Man. and then my other brother was a huge smoker he went 10 years ago I was the youngest of three boys so uh I'm next oh, I'm next that's soon. one way I mean, to look at it. it it's been uh <laughs> soon, yeah. did you say? it's been I'm thinking soon <laughs> I mean uh you know but so when yeah. you
0: but when you were co- growing up I mean you weren't in a show
1: business family no, uh, no. well no we went well my my stepfather uh, uh, it was a good guy. He, I, 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 swear to God, it's been a mini Holocaust. I lost my mom, my stepdad, my brother, like within a year. Where's the real dad? Uh, uh well, my real dad passed, uh, about, uh, 10 years ago, uh, from but cancer, up- but he had beat it 20 years. So my parents were divorced when right. I was like seven. Oh, that's uh, it. Raised by both of them, but my mom, bless her, uh, you know, yeah. Not a little out of her body. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. No, so, not exactly. Uh, well, you know, uh, suffered from massive uh, depression. Oh, lived oh. in her bed. Right. A lot, oh, really? of, a lot of pills. Oh, really? And my dad. Um, uh, you know, we were very, very tight, and uh, spent even though there was divorce, I spent a lot of time with him, and he was he was the more. Um, Grounded in my family. He was only bipolar. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So, not a complete
0: depressive. There were some exciting
1: times. Yeah, there were exciting times. It's like (laughs) it's two in the morning. He'd wake me. He'd go, let's buy a boat, (laughs) (laughs) which we did. He literally woke me at two in the morning. I was 11 at the time. Uh, And he said, hey, I want to buy this boat. And I said, it's, this is a true story. I said, okay, when? He goes, let's go look at it now. And I said, it's two in the morning. (laughs) And we drove from the valley to Oxnard. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I go, well, there's no one here. He goes, no, no, we'll, we'll just look at it. Yeah. And uh, he literally got the, you know, he's from the Bronx. right? So he goes, come on, hop the fence with me. And I went, <laughs> there's no hopping of anything. And we looked at the boat and he bought it two days later and we lived on it. He was 6'5". Yeah. And I was 6'8", yeah. you know, at, at, at 7. Right. And uh, we lived on this <laughs> boat where we couldn't stand. And I lived with him through high school on it. And it was, it Where, was in really, Oxnard? Uh, no. He he, he parked he, it somewhere
0: else. Tell me it was uh, in the water. Was Marina the water? Del Rey,
1: it was. Well, <laughs> you know, he dry docked it because he bought a boat that was 60 years old. Right. That had issues. Yeah. Why why, so, why would he make it easy?
0: So you lived on the boat when it wasn't in the water? Uh, no.
1: Well, okay. a little time when it was dry docked. Yeah. Because he didn't want anyone to take it. No. I go, how are <laughs> they going to take it? Ta-? It was, you know, there was stuff there, bless his heart. I go, how do you take a boat if it's not in the water yeah. anyway? Right. So then it was moved to Marina Del Rey. And uh, uh, where we, you know, he, he he compulsively worked on it. And I, I'm not handy. He was yeah. very handy. Like, Hence your hammer. Right. And uh, he was like, you know, he talked kind of like this. Yeah. And then we got to get up and we got to varnish <laughs> and then we're going to wet sand. And then we're going to, he was the only Jew that like knew how to varnish. It was amazing. <laughs> and, and so we lived on that boat for about two years till I went. I love you, but I got, I got to get out on my own.
0: So he was he was really bipolar. I come he from was, some bipolar yeah. myself. He was bipolar. And, Very exciting uh, yeah. and scary.
1: It's, it's scary. And, you know, <laughs> we didn't know for years. You know, we just thought he was provocative mm-hmm. and uh, impulsive yeah. and fun. And occasionally didn't want to live for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. And then there was that. But the yeah. mom was on a total, God bless her, uh, she was uh, on, a, on a, just a real death march from the beginning kind of. Of of hiding and and it was tough and you know we we, you know so much of this shit is hereditary and uh,
0: but wait but so but she was able to remarry so she must have gotten out of bed enough
1: to well she got out of bed to to well you know the third husband was like third great the woman's my dad was married six times
0: your dad was married six and your mother was married three
1: yeah uh huh yeah six times I'm fine six times. Uh, no, not on the boat. Once on the boat. Yeah. Uh, five times on uh, four times on land, <laughs> and then another one when he was actually he was levitating, <laughs> and he had uh, <laughs> it was it, it was a and he was like my best friend. Yeah. Uh, and really the only one that that came to my aid because my mom bless her it was it was, uh, you know, she, you know right. as I got older I'm like everyone did the best she could but it right. was it was a carnival you know right. it was a fucking carnival growing up. And I had two older brothers that were smart enough to get out as soon as they could. Yeah. Everyone moved out, you know, uh, as soon you? as we could. Well, I, I moved out with my dad, uh, to my dad when I was 16. To the boat. To the boat. But I was with him all the time. But then when I was 18, I went, you know, I can't do the boat anymore. What Did he have a job, this man? Oh, yeah. My dad worked hard his whole life. The last 22 years, he sold hearing aids. Yeah, uh, He was a brilliant salesman. He never finished junior high, but he could do my high school math, but couldn't tell me how. Yeah. He would, like, do... I was terrible. He would do my... He'd geometry. help you with your
0: homework, but it couldn't explain the process. He
1: couldn't explain it, but he would know the answers. And right. it was really odd. He was a little bit of a savant with yeah. math. And, I wonder how he settled on hearing aids. Well, he was in sales his whole life. Right. He was an incredible... Salesman. Old school. Old school. When I was nine years old, we drove out to Apple Valley, yeah, which was out, you know, in the desert, yeah. And he went, uh, "I'm selling all this land," and I went, "Well, you know, the Indians will never buy it." Uh-huh. You, you know, I had no idea what he was doing. Yeah, but he ended up selling land and parcels in the middle of, of one which, of those development things, which like, to know. this day is is not even. Uh, i don't think it's empty it's pretty empty it <laughs> my was... father's
0: trying to sell me two parcels that he got suckered into by someone like your dad um, and where
1: are they they're he's in new mexico so they're out in new mexico i'd love to see them you want oh you want chance. to i would like to look at the parcels you know what
0: i've got the information on oh, my they phone near the, uh,
1: uh, you know i love the native americans yeah because they're drinkers court. and gamblers like me
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll so, get you we'll yeah. get you in the casino you'll do a deal
1: you know i've you been can actually build banned from a couple indian casinos because of my uh uh, rhetoric. There have been a couple where I'm not invited. You
0: mean you were racist? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, <laughs> so, so, that's what it one. is. I found that you know I, I don't look at it as race. I I know uh, you, you, you know when I started you know uh, the, unfortunately there's stuff of me out there that it, it can't be hackier. And I found my voice in stand-up about 20 years ago where I'm just uh, I'm just an angry Jew. Yeah. You know doing voices. And, Do it voices. You know, it's like, what if Cosby was a rapist? You know, oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, You know, so you've you've updated that. I've (laughs) updated. (laughs) That wasn't well, the original job. He used to be a pilot. Yeah. I can't tell you how funny that was. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> He used to do a Cosby and then he sort of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you can't do the Cosby. Yeah, I do it more. You I, do it? I open as and a rapist, close with it.
1: As a rapist. Yes. Uh, uh, with the people. And the, you know, and, it's, no. and, and, Ray's like, and Ray's like, you know, why don't you just try writing? Yeah. Just write. You know, and then it's- uh, Keep it tight. Ray yeah. keeps it tight. He's yeah. a craftsman. Oh, Oh, he is he is a crowd. He's a, you know, I, I go out there and make fun of the front row and yeah. I, uh, I yeah. go upstairs.
0: Do night. some crowd work for 40
1: minutes that's and go, r- that's it. Should I do that, a joke? I think r- we're done. I'm telling you that's what I do. And I'm telling you someone I admire. What do you? What is that, iced tea? Yeah. That's nice. I wouldn't give anyone, but you just went for water.
0: I guess I didn't make the- wasn't uh, offered. To That's be true. honest. It yeah, wasn't it was. offered. I said, Do you want something to drink? And I didn't give you options and you just said, said water would be nice. Water. And I let it go. I and let it stay at that think- I've only got a little bit of iced tea left and you know, you can go fuck yourself just because you're not- <laughs> But okay, so. What that, is the
1: style? Craftsman? Is that it what they call It is a craftsman. It? It's fabulous. Uh, uh, it's,
0: not, it, it, it's a unique craftsman because it, it looks
1: sort of like a Cape Cod house. It it's has a to... Cape Cod thing. Yeah. I'm so, into architecture very much.
0: So now you've got your dad. We'd like on... to
1: help you with the molding. I don't know if you're going to finish any of the crown molding. Uh, right, we're, I, we're, would, I would I would do some detail. We're going to do some
0: sanding and some varnishing when okay. we're done. We should
1: I... start with the bow and the spinnaker part. <laughs> Oh, I wish you could have known me then. I needed a friend, Mark. You did? I needed a friend. I didn't have many friends.
0: You didn't? Why? Because you were tall and awkward and your yeah. parents
1: like just yeah. left you to would, raise yourself? Yes, <laughs> literally, kind of. I was six <laughs> feet at 12 yeah. and I'd smell my fingers. <laughs> so there isn't a lot of place, oh, let's invite him over. Yeah, yeah. You know, And I think that was it. If you're, not, if you're six feet at 12 yeah. and you're not a jock.
0: Was there a concern that you might have acromegalia at some point? Was there There's concern? no
1: concern. They were hoping for it. <laughs> out of all the yeah, other we'll get, things I could have. Maybe
0: we'd get him in the circus.
1: Yeah, there was a thing I was I was fascinated by the circus. Yeah.
0: So, out of all the things, yeah. you decided that you're not a salesman. Did your dad want you to I be a salesman?
1: Well, we're all salesmen. I know. Aren't I you know. salesman? Yeah, but yeah, I you mean, know. who buys our act
0: anymore? Yeah, you
1: know, No, but, I, I don't know. But you're good. You're a writer. I don't
0: you're think a, I'm a. I am improvise more than you think. I do all my writing on stage. I corner myself to where I yep. have to be funny, and then I make note of it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, See, that's you what just, I do. Yeah, you no, do. that's
1: what I. I don't deliver, right. but I corner myself. <laughs> I cornered myself. No, you cornered yourself. I walked two people yourself? at my own club the other night. Yeah. They were older. You know, the Raymond fans will come out and they yeah. think it's funny Robert. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm out there going, uh, yeah. You know, go to the Titanic exhibit. They have your luggage. Uh huh. You know, I'm zetzing sure. like this. Yeah. Zetzing. You know, zetzing is really my thing. Yeah. And they, they they were on scooters. They were, and they went out. <laughs> and they were it, literally in the audience on scooters. I go, I've walked people. I've never had anyone drive out. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "This is, I think, when as you, they were leaving, you at, took a shot. I was taking a <laughs> shot. I really, as they were you leaving, would, the you people, would you huh? do that? Would you do that? I think at another time." Okay. I uh you okay. know, like
0: the yeah, I can definitely do crowd work, but there's no way for it not to be hostile, so like if it's not established as what you do and there's a warmth yeah. to it, yeah. uh the, you, you know like uh, I've never like I've always been I can do the crowd work, right, but if I really have a problem, yeah, like, it's they, where a lot of people are gonna be uncomfortable and they they I'm gonna put the audience in a position where like, I don't think we're on his side on this right, <laughs>
1: you know what I mean right, okay. You write I'm, a I'm line. learning a lot. What do you mean? I'm learning a lot today.
0: And what do you, like, but if you do that, if you zits, is that what you yeah. call it? Zets. Zets. You're not a Jew? I am a Jew, but I'm not that generation. You know, my, my grandparents three were three years
1: older than you. Yeah, Why do you but keep
0: saying that generation? Because, like, I have the sense that uh, you grew up surrounded by a, a, a harder core of Jew than I did. I think your parents maybe are not of my parents' generation is what I'm, maybe I'm saying. How could they have not been? We're the same age. My grandmother spoke Yiddish. Why to... anger? Now why anger? What do you mean? No, pretty... no, no, no. My yep. grandmother spoke Yiddish, yep. so I wouldn't understand them. So you know, I've got, you know, <laughs> I've got, I've got some. <laughs> I've sure. got the standards. Sure. Schwitz, you know, um, right. Spulka, right. Uh, uh, Nebisch. But Zetz uh, is
1: another generation. But
0: Zets, yeah, right. Zetz is another it's, it, it's, uh, Some people it's, call it's it vaudeville. spritzing, right?
1: Spritzing. Spritzing. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. Right? Right. Okay. So, so Zets, we've lost
1: everyone. No, we haven't. There's point.
0: three old Jews going like, I love this. Yeah, right.
1: So, <laughs> and they just <laughs> fell
0: asleep. So the- <laughs> <laughs> but so why uh, why so you your your brothers are out you're yeah. on the boat you're 18 yeah. your father doesn't say go to college your mother doesn't wake up and give I you some I went to advice. college
1: for no it was it was tough with mom I it, it was uh, there really wasn't advice we were we were kind of like yeah it was it was a thing that you know I used to have huge guilt if I never, ta- uh, if I ever talked poorly about my family and parents. Uh-huh. So I never, you know, I, I always. Grow. So you take
0: it on other people in wheelchairs? Yes, uh, okay. scooters. Scooters. Sorry, they, uh, they were just—they were fat. They didn't they want was, to walk. Oh, it they wasn't were they? Didn't fucking have real and Lazy. Oh, I hope uh, you added like that
1: me. as they were going out. I, I did add that. Oh, good. I went. Uh, and did yeah. you walk
0: other people, or were they in the only? I, I
1: walked. The, I walked two to four a night. There's actually an <laughs> over <laughs> and under bet from the staff. That, I know you don't gamble, but you know what overs and unders. Well,
0: that's where we started gambling but now we're somewhere else and he started to say that
1: your stepfather may have kind of been in show business well you're how do you remember that shit it's my I'm job a, right now okay, it's my okay, job okay he was a uh band leader like a society oh. band leader he would do like bar mitzvahs and weddings oh uh, an event a, band leader an event bath not you. not arty shaw uh wanna be shot type of guy yeah, uh, and he would uh, but he was very he was very multifaceted he did a, a man of la mancha tribute oh. where he would actually put on a <laughs> knight's helmet and a sword and a shield uh, i have pictures but they How they big said, a band was he operating? Well, because it was an event like you say he could have a trio he could have a big band but he wanted to really be an actor you know, and uh, when I got on Raymond, yeah. he was, uh, he he really, again, a kind man, uh, yeah. but no social skills. Uh-huh. He would, he way? handed out his card oh, yeah. when he would come to the sure, show. Sure, He would hand out the card. Which that, is always a good thing. You know, and Ray was like, hey, I love music. Yeah, you know, yeah. he wouldn't even like block it for Sure, it, sure. You know, and uh, he would get, he gave a card to Peter Boyle. He goes, if you ever need a, you know, well, Peter wanted to hit him. Yeah, yeah. So if you ever need a what a band leader yeah ex- and, and so it was a little there was no boundaries right I think that was the biggest problem with with growing up there were no there were no boundaries that's what I know? that's what I relate to and I think
0: that's something we have in common and and that and the addiction and the Jewish yeah. thing but being with parents that are you know insanely needy and without boundaries that's and just what it kind was. of blow through you all the time to where you can't yes. even put yourself together you know I I wow. think that comedy mm-hmm. is. You know, it's a way to own your space. You know, like this is yeah. my space. I have control here. If you're gonna fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck yeah. with you back. Yeah, that's we- pretty
1: brilliant. And, and out of thirty-five years of therapy, yeah, not exa- maybe more. So now no one's d- ever put it like that. Now you're done. I am. We did done. it. This is now. I, I, I'm being it. very honest. This is a little cathartic for me. This is strange. Oh. I, I do have to say, I may, uh, I may need to do a do a, do a walk around. I'll, uh, I'll just uh, be
0: careful of the guy with the saw
1: out yeah. there. I just, no, but that's really that's really I think what it was. You know, I became very controlling. Because my childhood was, there was no control. Yeah, you have. Or you, you must be very controlling. I can tell things. No, happen. no, I
0: don't think I. I don't think no, I am. No, I, I think, think you are. I think that no. what, like, I still my boundaries are still difficult. You know, because we want to be. You know, you you want the natural thing. I think when you don't have boundaries is that, like if you run into somebody like your father, a strong personality, like I want to hang around that guy. Right. You just it's just naturally just wandering through the world like a lost child. You looking for people and in show business you can sort of find that you know there's big personalities everywhere but but the the stand up thing when I look back on it for myself was sort of like I need to figure out who I am and I need my own space I just wanted to be in front of people you you know it was sort of weird
1: yeah that is very weird but it's a very
0: guarded trip you know what I mean have you done a lot of therapy no but I think about it a lot you've never done no I've done therapy sure but not enough I can see
1: uh, I I think I've done enough (laughs) <laughs> see you got no one did you it's like no, no kids and no wife yeah so i have a lot of time to think about this you, stuff. you have a lot of time but you must be uh, incredibly not only rich but happy i don't know how healthy I, are I, you lonely i'm not i'm not brad garrett rich but well, i i you know that's, that's, I, it's you going.
0: know it's a different are you are
1: you are you are you lonely or you, no
0: no i've I have, a, I have a girlfriend i'm not lonely and well, you can ask I me if i see her I'm
1: ha- can i is she
0: here no, she's uh, painting. She's a painter. Uh, pictures or pictures. or like
1: the wall you're getting done outside.
0: Yeah. Did you meet her? She looks I, like a man. She has a roller, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. She, she, she's so a painter. Did she, did she well, do that painting when yeah, I came in? You walked in. in?
0: No, uh, yeah. but she is an abstract painter. She's very lovely. Abstract. She does not like look the one like you a have man. in the hallway. Yes,
1: it's just great. It's great. Pretty, pretty. Uh, Pretty amazing. You can wrap your brain around it. Well, I'm I'm very much into art. Yeah. I like more of an old uh, Barbizon type of old uh, European style. Oh, if yeah? If you will, uh, I like old, old, you know, uh, everything I couldn't relate to. Y- you know, sure. old, sure. Uh, not that I can't relate to naked fat women. Do you have any of the, uh, do you have any uh, Leroy Neiman prints? Uh, yeah, only one. <laughs> <laughs> of Ali? Do you That's have that a, one? Or no, uh, the roulette game. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> because of my gambling. You know, so I almost bought one when I was like 25. Sure. And I started to make it in Vegas. Money. Oh, of course it did. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was in the gift shop at the Desert Inn. <laughs> and I went, uh, they were selling mink stoles. Uh, this is 86? Sure. Mink stoles and Leroy Neiman Prince. Yeah. And uh, I literally, I, I said, "Is that an original?" <laughs> and they said, "No, but it's numbered." Yeah, and I went, I'll, "Numbered." I'll lithograph. take two. I yeah. got eighteen and nineteen. <laughs> Gave one to Bubby. Did you? And yeah, she didn't know what it was. She thought it was Baccarat. <laughs> you know, again, a drinker. Your grandmother was. You know, I wonder. I, I know it was all the. And now my dad, you know, had no addictions except for craziness. Yeah, there was. A, but my mom was a pill person. But but I remember my Bubby when I was young. She would put her finger. In her cutty sark, yeah, and rub it on my gums, yeah. But I was like, you that know, that's a ten. common thing, sure. I was 10, and it was weird because she used to stuch me again, huh? which means slip you something, yeah. She would, she would go here, 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 don't tell anybody, and give you ten dollars, uh, meth, meth. Oh, nice, meth. back no, then, it was ten dollars, she again, made it herself. God, we we are really. <laughs> it's got the kugel or the meth <laughs> yeah. but it would be a dollar and a stick of juicy fruit a ten a ten was what? a dollar it'd be a dollar bill yeah. and a stick of juicy sure. fruit it's it's gum yeah you a- remember the
0: bonds you got on your bar mitzvah did you get bar mitzvah did oh, you yeah. get any
1: bonds oh yeah I got bonds yeah I got I had worthless. some of those bonds they're worthless
0: like yeah. I, I found them like like maybe 10 years ago and I'm like they gotta be worth a
1: lot now nothing yeah. they stop nothing really Israel I got bonds I got a lot of checks they stop yeah Israel bonds yeah well who would you know how do you yeah. invest in yeah. them yeah but that's amazing you so really I, had him that long what yeah see, I, I got a bit of a spending problem yeah. i think because i took all my bar mitzvah money mm-hmm. and i got my first you put car it on painted. red yeah funny you say that yeah. i painted the pinto red <laughs> pinto. my first car was a was a pinto runabout which was yeah. my father's car
0: see a little difference yeah my first car was a dotson b210 i'm telling you the three years makes a difference boy
1: that's that was a cool car what that, a Datsun B210. Not really. Compared to a Pinto runabout where you I you couldn't know. go in reverse? What would you
0: rather have now? Do- the Pinto. Are you kidding? What are you talking about? A Datsun it was, it had no real personality. A Pinto was like a Ford Pinto. They blew up. They were exciting. Yeah, they blew
1: up. You couldn't go. Oh, yeah. What color? White or orange? What? The what the, the Datsun was yeah. like
0: a, a kind of shitty brown.
1: Okay. Well, that's With a combo if you yeah, think yeah. about it. White and orange.
0: Yeah. But my friends had cool cars, but this is not the point. The point is, the band leader, so you had some show business in your life, and what makes you gravitate? Did you try school? What the hell happened?
1: Well, I I really did. You know, school was kind of my thing, because I didn't have a lot of, you know, I couldn't really find my niche, so it was like, hey, I'll I'll be good in school, and I busted my ass to be a strong B student. That's good. Yeah, and then I got into UCLA, and I left after six weeks. Yeah, what happened? I just I I couldn't hack it and I was doing open mics yeah. and I was just all over the board uh, that was You were doing open addiction. mics then
0: Mm-hmm. You do a lot of voiceovers, right? I do. Look how far you are from the mic. Seriously, yeah. just look at it. Well, if is it was quality mic, it? this would be perfect. It's a Quality mic, but it's not.
1: You know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you know, in a nice way, you could say, "Can you sit a little closer to the mic?" Suppose. Oh, to...
0: oh no! Now I overstepped. I overstepped. <laughs> I, like I was an. You got to really be close. I was, I huh? a, well, you can pull You've, it to, towards okay. you. You don't have to be that close. So you're, oh, good. Right. you're good. How's this? Is this oh, good? Oh my God! Lookie, boy! You. I'm going to tell you there is a difference. If I'm going to, if I'm going to, what is it? Zets If I'm going to zets, I got to be funny. That was a, a Zets with no punchline. I and, loved and, it. And, and, and no, it,
1: it was just, fucker. Don't know how to use a mic 35 years later, which I love it. I <laughs> love That's why I love you.
0: It's the best. I don't yeah. do it with everybody. I know. So, okay, so you're in college, and you just start doing the open mics because of what? what, what, what well, I was
1: doing stand-up in uh, in high school. Again, you were, you know, what if Cosby was a pilot? That started uh, in high school. How did that bit go? Uh no, we we'll lose losing altitude. You know, it was yeah, never yeah, it yeah. was never yeah. jokes. Yeah, yeah, it was just a voice. <laughs> you got it <write>. right. Yeah. Um <laughs> but uh and then I and then I went to UCLA and I I it was really my dream. No one had gone to college in my whole family. Actually, uh, uh my daughter is Maybe the first, if she hangs in there, which looks like she will.
0: Oh, good. Um, but so, but you didn't choose. You didn't really stay long enough to even I, I, focus I didn't, on anything. And
1: I, I wish I did. You know, again, I was very ADD. I'm sure I got shit. There's not a question, and I know you know. Yep, you're you're, you're uh, just coming on that now. You're sure?
0: No, I'm sure. it's just no. But I'm as sure. I go, I I, know. I was
1: sure before you got here. No, no, no. I know that. I know, and you're right. And I <laughs> and your candor means the world to me. I have to. I'm telling you, no, it does. Because coming from you, it's different than some Joe. You know, if <laughs> like you were a waiter, that would hurt. Me. No, it's a gift. But it's you're, a gift. Is that what you're calling it now? <laughs> it's it's I, a gift. I have to. It keeps on what's giving, other, right? What's the yeah, other? Dementia? What's the other way to look at it? Uh, is like a, mental uh, illness. One mental day, illness. yeah. One day I'll be fixed.
0: Yeah. No. No. no I you, stopped you, all you, that. Yeah. No. You embrace it, and then you decide right? how you're an asshole, and you, right? you try to do contrary action. You say like, "I'm about to be an asshole," and then you try to stop yourself.
1: And and are you able to most of the time? Yeah, with certain behavior. Yeah. Yeah, but not with the mic in the distance from the person who's talking. That's an issue. I'm sorry. Let me turn you up a little bit. I lost <laughs> that. <laughs> See? I can't do that to the king. I can't do that to the king. What do you mean, the king of what? You're bringing it out oh, of me. Man. You're bringing it out oh, of me. I love, I'm usually love it. Wide Why open. all the reading? Huh? You don't find that incredible. Why are you boring? assuming I've read them? Oh, okay. I mean, the <laughs> books, and you have like you have like five, six copies of books, and you didn't even write them. Oh, you that's didn't...
0: a book that I love. That book, and I interviewed the authors of that book, and and I told them that I I can never hold on to the book because I end up giving it to people. What I is like it, it about? Because I hate the, to read. It's Lula the oral Kool. oral history of punk music in New York. So it's like that whole punk scene, you know, from uh, you know, from like you know Blondie, that oh, CBGB God. stuff, and that you love. Well, it's great. I like some of those guys. See, this is the thing. You're like yeah. uh, you're like for whatever reason, the three years, somehow or another, you're listening to Sinatra, I'm listening to, you know, uh uh Johnny Thunders. What are you gonna do? Really? And and and, and but that's it? Like what's your favorite uh, what music? Do you mean that that's it. I am listening to Ornette Coleman. I'm okay. listening I listen to okay. everything. I got to like two, three thousand records in there. It's just a book that I like because uh, you know, I, I that period is is um it's all the people that were involved in it, and it's just Got oral it. histories written, you okay. know, in conversations with all these different people. Okay, so you can kind of like read Sid it. And
1: Nancy, is that are they in there?
0: They they were kind of in England, but this is more focused on the New York. But they're they're coming to New York is in there. Got it. Got I like it. the Talking Heads are in there. Blondie's in there. Sure. Like okay. The, so you're doing wow. uh, stand up in. College and high school, but you're actually doing open mics, and at that time you had to go to the club,
1: right? You got to go down to the improv or the Laugh
0: Factory or the comedy store Monday
1: nights. Yep. Really? This is pre Laugh Factory, even. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I was, you know, uh, I, I was just, I really wanted to do stand up, and I, I, it it was weird. I got into UCLA back in the day when you could. I Mm -hmm. mean, I did not have that. You know, I just worked really hard, and I wrote something that got me into like the theater department. And I went, "This is going to be great." And I just, I didn't have, I didn't have the goods. I don't think I was, I don't think I had the college uh, chops. Just to really, I got there, and I'm like, you know, you're
0: you're coming out of like an emotional war zone, where you've been drained of your essence. For your entire life you're on boats you got a mother who can't get out of bed your right. father is calling you at three in the morning to tell you he just sold the house right and you and you show up at college and you're supposed to be able to deal deal with that <laughs> yeah, but maybe see, you're being i don't too make hard excuses. on yourself
1: I, I don't make excuses
0: but no, I was, you'd rather be you'd rather beat
1: the shit out of yourself uh people uh on scooters i i i'd rather i'd rather take it out on them Well, don't you beat the shit out of yourself you did for years i do i still
0: i still it's like a go it's like a
1: phantom limb now you know right, I, I do right, it right. but i know phantom i don't need to do it limb yeah. listen to you genius right you know, right it's That's like great. do i need to do this why do i stink today
0: right. actually look around it's okay nah, i don't know is it do i right. need to do that
1: well wow. and how does the girlfriend uh, understand all that
0: well, yeah, she she gets uh you know it's funny you know when you you, you drive somewhere uh, that you've driven before and uh, you just drive there but when someone's in the car you go where am i going so like yeah. there's a yeah. problem when you're with somebody you're going to you know become a fucking child yeah. and you know at yeah. age 50 not yeah. attractive you know right. you know t- like right, eight, right. you know 7 year old rage at age 50 is ugly right. but 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 again I'm so- <laughs> But um, but I'm I'm self aware enough to where we work through
1: it. So they sure. they
0: tend to get
1: the best and the worst of it. You know. Okay. So she must be pretty pretty fucked up to have to deal with I, that. Fucked you know?
0: up or maybe strong and together and uh, you know. That's what she is, isn't she? Uh, yeah. You and, can you
1: really care for her? Yeah. Because uh, because you've defended her three times.
0: Yeah, yeah but the, because like the thing is, is that you you do eventually if you if you work on yourself enough you'll attract one that will go like you know I, I don't have to take this shit and you'll yep. be like
1: oh yeah you, oh you don't you could yep. yeah
0: okay so okay so I'll behave yep. better yeah. that's
1: where I'm at for the first time in my life it's hard right it, it is hard it is hard we've been together 10 years oh boy so it's almost over it's uh, close to over <laughs> this would be a good hopefully a good good way for her to hear it <laughs> Just to go, just get some boxes and just just help me. Yeah, yeah, just, I you, won't be just home be for six up. hours. You, you, you No, know, yeah. this will
0: be funny. I'll post it and you'll be like, I'm going to be packing some stuff. You listen to this great interview I did. Sure. You, just time it I just like right.
1: That. I like that.
0: I but like
1: that. who's around when you start doing open mics? Any of the guys that you started with still oh, around? Oh, let me see. Uh, well, I had to follow Robin. One night. Were are at the store? Uh, at, at, I, I only did the store twice in my that life. That was enough too
0: dark, too weird, got to get out? It
1: was just really fucking odd. Yeah. And it was odd, but it, yeah. it was the Westwood I, store that oh. was open for a short time. Was,
0: was that when Kennison was managing it?
1: Yep. It was. Yep. And so he, it was a chaos. That we, it was chaos. So you're like, I'm home. Yeah, it, it was, that's exactly, It's exactly right. <laughs> and I followed Robin and they went, yeah, this guy just uh, is, is on ABC. You may have seen Mork and Mindy and- I've never seen a guy get a standing ovation in like eight minutes. The middle of his act. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And then I went on with a quaaludomatic yeah. uh uh idea. Yeah. That was really uh, yeah. really I mean just so you brought the you house walked going.
0: into that energy vacuum. I
1: walked into that That's- energy vacuum and there were only everyone left after him. Sure. And then as they're you, bringing you up, yeah. yeah, and then there were five left, and you're kind of happy about it though at that point, like, oh, let I, him go, let them just yeah, go, yeah, let them go because yeah. why? And then the five that stayed, uh, yeah, it was just, but but the ice house was my thing, and and like you say, it's a weird
0: lesson though, isn't it, to learn yeah. that moment where you like you you, there's no way you can jump on. The energy of the person before you, you know, like you, you, you know, you might. No, learn, when you're
1: that guy, especially, sure, right? you know, and
0: you, but, you sort of learn not to bust balls of the guy leaving the stage. Though I sometimes still do that, right. but, but, but it's a weird lesson that like you're going to have to take the hit. Yeah, right. Right. Sure. Sure. I'm going to do what I do, and yep. it's 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 going to might be bad for a few minutes. I learned that like three years ago. Only three years ago,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> Yeah. Where did you start? New York, obviously, right? Not
0: really. No, I I graduated college. Um, oh, you and went to college. I did. You enjoyed it? Yeah, I did. I stayed there five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did you know, it, yeah, it was all right. It was good. Yeah, I did a lot of things I wanted to do. But I came out here, became a doorman at the comedy store. I got fucked up on cocaine inside a year. Right. Left, went to rehab the first time. Went back to Boston and started in earnest. Uh, right. So I would say, really. In terms of learning how to do it, I started in Boston.
1: and So after way. rehab, you never fell off?
0: Oh no, I did. Okay, all
1: right.
0: Took me till 1999, the, when I finally got sober, to really understand how to recover.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, do you still do the meetings and all that stuff? I do, stuff? I go, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I, I get a little dry and I you know, I, I tend yeah. to stay away, but you know, I, I try to get, get over there once a week to sort of ground myself yep.
1: a bit. You? I don't. I don't do the meetings. I've been a few times. I don't do the meetings. Uh-huh. But you're happy. I'm <laughs> grateful and happy, and it's all good. Well, I, I started to go to the, and I know the meetings work, but after like three meetings, I was like, Fuck this makes people. me want to use. Oh, yeah. You
0: no, know. I get that, but you know, for me, but it's it just works. sort of like- That's the thing. That's right. You know, you're sort it of works. grounded in prioritizing the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of like, and when I hear the stories, I'm like, oh, it moves me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the stories
0: are amazing. So you follow Robin in Westwood, or was it another club?
1: No, it was Westwood, and that was only the second and last time I ever played. Early eighties, what? Yeah, it was a. uh, Actually, it was seventy-eight. Wow! And you're like what nineteen? I was was just nineteen, actually.
0: Yeah. And then, where do you land as a home club? When do you start to really lock in?
1: Leaf, uh, well, I'm working at Fridays, working at TGI Fridays uh-huh. out in the valley, and I start at the. Well, you must have a lot so of a lot of buttons to fill that. Lo- chest. Oh, you wouldn't believe the buttons. <laughs> uh, my favorite actual size that got a big laugh when you know, I wore that one, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. I had all the different hats. Sure. And, uh, yeah, sure. It was just. Uh,
0: but let's go. Let's get. Well, I want to get to Vegas because this is sure. this is my assumption about you. Sure. Is that, you know, somehow or another, like, I think we grew up enjoying the same things. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, the first time I m- realized that I loved comedy was actually watching Jackie Vernon on television. Okay. And mine, he, mine was Rickles. Yeah, and Rickles, but yep. also, like, the you know, Merv Griffin show. Oh, you the, bet. He, So, like, and I had a very much uh, a love for that old guard. Uh, too. You know, the Dean Martin roasts. Uh, Buddy Hackett, it. I loved Buddy loved Hackett. Him. And then I got a little older and I got into Carlin and Pryor and yep. Cheech and Chong, Steve Martin. And, that was uh, it. That was now, all my,
1: yeah, all my stuff. Just so, like you said,
0: right? But but I had this uh, this real kind of love for the the kind of old Jewish
1: show business. Mm-hmm. I that- worked with Jackie Vernon at an improv in Miami. When oh I yeah, just started, and it was owned by some shady people. Sure, and we didn't get paid, and we had to call Bud. Because it was one of his first, you know. Yeah, you it was know. a
0: franchise. You know,
1: Just leave and don't ask for anything. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. And I, you know, can't tell you how he needed the dough. And Did- Jackie, uh, a buddy came into mine who was selling uh, fake watches, uh-huh. fake Rolexes, yeah. fake. And he was a guy that was a little shady, but they were beautiful, yeah. beautiful counterfeit watches. Yeah. And Jackie bought six of them <laughs> for like $90. Yeah. And I had, I remember me and Jackie sitting around. It's very funny. He was still doing his shit with the slides. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was great, but we literally didn't get paid. And uh, and Bud like, you know, it went south, I'll handle you when you're back on Melrose. Did he? Uh, he did. Oh well, that's good. You he made did. it
0: right. So when you start to do it professionally, you're working at Fridays. But when do
1: you start to sort of really start? Star searches like kind of was my thing that got me going. I mean, did you win? Yeah, I did. First year. What year is that? For '84. Okay, I won that, and then I started opening. I got you know back in the day. That's when they use a lot of comics to 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 open for a lot of musical. That's acts.
0: interesting because that so because because the comedy th- boom was sort of starting and it happening. It was a boom. But, like, there was still that old, because in the 70s, before there were franchise comedy clubs, yep. all the guys that I talked to opened for musical acts. Sure. But 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 you didn't have to do that. You could have went the club route,
1: did you? I did both. Okay. I did both, but I really got into, you know, I opened for some big people in Vegas, and it just snowballed. When did you, how did you know to go to Vegas?
0: See, in my mind, like, I don't go there now.
1: Oh, because- I love it.
0: Yeah, see, I think that's it. Yeah. Like, I loved what it represented when I was a kid, but sure. I, don't, I don't feel that there. Do you like
1: food? I do. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: But I guess my question is, you yep. had a choice, so you're working, and you break on Star Search. You yep. could have been on the road with the rest of the, whoever. Like, yep. we, we're not clear on who you started with or who you see as... Your peers, uh, yeah. in terms of when you started? Who are they? Is it like- uh,
1: Kevin Nealon. Okay. Uh, who I love. Larry Miller. Okay. Um, Larry, great. Yeah, amazing. Oh. Dennis Miller. Oh,
0: yeah, right. Uh, so that, those guys. Those
1: guys. Uh, those guys. There were other guys. That, uh, Michael Winslow. Sure. You know, um
0: but those are guys that really did and hammered the, the clubs as headliners. Yes, they did. But yes, they did. You, some party you found a home in Vegas as an entertainer. And my
1: agent at the time helped. My agent was, you know, I was I was with a, a big agency because uh, of Star Search. Uh-huh. And uh, they put me with a couple openers. And at that time in my life... Opening act, yeah, yeah opening gigs. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, opening gigs. And uh, I started out with like Diana Ross, Sinatra, Sammy Davis. In Vegas. In Vegas. At
0: the Desert Inn?
1: At the Desert Inn at Caesars. And in those days, I was a little different than a lot of the openers. And I did a lot of crowd work, mo- mostly because the main act... I got into crowd work because my main stuff wasn't great and my crowd work just had a way of bringing them around because no one wants to see the opening act. And it makes it intimate. Like it, it, makes makes it, a it, nice, intimate. it
0: makes it a nice yeah. room for the, yeah. the main
1: act. Right, and I would talk about the headliners and do jokes. And, and they liked that. And they liked it, and it started to just really snowball. You know, I, I, I would go to Vegas a lot with my father. My dad liked oh, to gamble. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw it early, and I fell in love with it. And gambling um, or Vegas, all of it, Uh all of it, unfortunately, the good and the bad. Yeah. You you know, uh, I had a comedian at the club last week when I was there named Mark Eddie. Okay. And he brought he flew in his uncle from L.A. who he was very close with, who is 92. Wow. And he ran the Fremont. Yeah. Downtown and oh, he, worked really? for, uh, he worked for Meyer Lansky. <laughs> uh-huh. And he had stories. You know, I love that era. And it, and it's very, very different. I just got lucky. I got in with the MGM people very, very early. And they've been amazing. And that's where my club is to this day. And it's called um, Brad Garrett's, right? Yep. Yep. And uh I know it kind of sounds corny, but you know, I'm I, I am very grateful and I've been very lucky. And I always wanted to build a club for comics and um i i built this room that's like a mini theater and it's only one show a night and i put the comics in the rooms three, i would three stay, man show three person three man show yeah and the crowds are great. and Local host. Uh, sometimes I'll bring in a host or get a local. You know, I, 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 I go for it. I get the better acts. I put him in great rooms at, yeah. the, at the towers. And it's just, it's been really great. And it's helped a lot of people. And a lot of people have gotten gigs from it. And then I bring in the old guys too. And then uh, some of the new guys. But it just feels good because, you know, a lot of people help me. Yeah. And were very kind to me and still are. and Comics. Um, Um, not comics as much as, uh, I don't have a group, I, I never, I was never, and I wish I was, I was never part of the hang. I was kind of looked at a guy that came up pretty quick without paying many dues. Though I paid a lot of dues, but I came on the scene quick because what I'm trying to say is Vegas was really became my home club. Well,
0: that's the thing is like that's because so, I never met you, and I know right. everybody, and I had no real sort of like sure you know uh, bearing on on your life, but because it seems to me that not uh, everybody who started with you. You know, there, there was a grail and the grail was, you know, a television show. It was, it was, it was Hollywood centric, yes. but, but the thing is, is that the, uh, you're of a different generation mentally in a way yep. in that, like, you know, well, I got to work and, yep. you know, if I can get, you know, 20, 30 weeks in Vegas, yeah you know, then I'm in and that if you it. can tolerate it. So you, your eye wasn't on like, where's the show built around me? You know, where, you know, how do I Correct. get more Carsons? It's like, Correct. Vegas I'm, was my club. Right, I'm working, I'm working, I'm, you know, I'm working. In, but I could see how that generation of comics would be like, well, that guy just does Vegas. You know, yeah, we're exactly. here trying to, you we're know, in, we're kiss the, ass. And, and that's and,
1: exactly right. So I, you know, I, And then I went out, you know, and I did do the clubs too, where I, you know, took a few hits and had to learn that that tactic yeah you know um but like uh indianapolis the comedy connection that was a huge room for that me. was uh what was the, uh, chicken, the patty. chicken patty yeah yeah i did huge stuff there. they were okay he was good character of, yeah he was amazing he's still alive and hitting 80 i cut my teeth there you know i cut why my teeth indy there. you know bob and tom who were the radio sure. people I, I know bob and tom yep. it's just bob now it's just Bob. Now, the, I went on, for some reason, I, I did well on morning radio. And I think it's because I was so hungover mm-hmm. back in those days from the night before. Not proud of it, but it, it got me there. Whatever.
0: Bob and Tom was a tight morning show. When you're uh, with a tight, tight. crew, like uh, on a morning show, it's great. It's, yep. it's like exciting. Yep. It's funny. And they had the, you know, the one producer that did the weird voices in yep. the booth. And the, yep. you, got, you got Chick over there. That's right. Chick wow.
1: McGee. You know, and, uh, is that your memory? I mean, your memory is pretty Uncanny because I'm sure that was a while ago, but
0: no, no, I mean either- i i I did it like I you know, I would go up to indie, and there was a time like I didn't start really drawing people like till you know the well, I was well into the podcast like yeah. I was a guy that sure. had to do that shit, sure, but now i've i I can draw pretty good i right. I don't
1: uh I would go to indie you know fairly will often you come to Vegas will you come maybe. to Vegas, maybe. You would you, would, I, I you know I know you won't do a full week and and uh, you know, I probably can't afford you, but if you're working shit out, oh, yeah it'd be, we'll put you up, we'll treat you like a king, yeah, I could tell you you need help, I know just looking around. am I close to the mic? yeah, you're good, boy, but I, I could I, sure I, hear the difference you I'm can't. sorry yeah, yeah like, it's, like my girth makes me no, no, it's, not good. Want it's to be good. too close, but
0: but the thing is, is like it, my only aversion to Vegas is like, you know, I will gamble, but I don't let myself lose like you know eight hundred uh, more than eight hundred bucks well, or you're something. in control. Kinda, you know, because I feel shitty. There's no good part of it for me. Yeah, I understand. And and I don't, and I'm not lucky. I'm not, you know, I just know that about me. It's not, I'm not unlucky. Sure. But I've never had that night
1: where I'm like, holy shit, I'm hitting everything here. Yeah, I haven't either. Never? Well, a couple. Yeah. But in 30, 32 years in that town, I can't tell you what I've lost. Uh, And, uh, you know, I got a little grip on the chip. Well, have you ever had to run from somebody you owe money to? No. Okay. No, no. Who runs? Uh, Yeah, you you negotiate (laughs) you make it work (laughs) listen
0: I'll set you up at the club yeah (laughs) I I wish
1: I had that back in the day it was like you're gonna come to this restaurant you're gonna come to Jaguli's. yeah and it's my mom's 60th birthday and you're gonna do a show and you're gonna do a thing (laughs) and I was there and I was there and still very close with that guy today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You have no choice. I had no <laughs> choice. <laughs> Cause going to go. It's my mom's 60. I went done. Be and nice. back, then, Be and nice. back then I was doing, yeah, I was doing Carol O'Connor Sure. and I was doing, you know, Jim from taxi, Gleason. all, all this shit. Never did Gleason in the act. Uh, that was, a. Uh, you know, with all due respect, that was not an impression. Mark, that was a, uh, was a, you know, it was a reincarnation. You, I, you, 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 you played him. Ray called it Jackie the NBA years. Uh-huh. See that's how he supported it. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, but I I did uh I I did that little movie, but uh,
0: But you, were you a fan of Gleason?
1: I was. I was. You are pretty amazing, right? Did you ever meet him? I didn't. Hmm. His family was very against anybody doing that. And then after it came out, the daughters ended up visiting me and it was really really kind of cool. With Yeah. Uh, it yeah, wasn't yeah, a yeah. <laughs> 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 I did have Jilly give me a sit down once. Oh yeah, you know it was. It's it's a story I've told a lot, but you know I was who's Jilly? D- Jilly uh, Sinatra's guy. Oh right, okay. Gilly, and um, it's a story that has been told a lot, so I probably shouldn't. Not but, to mind. What do you mean? Like, oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. All right. but but I was uh, I was in a, having a very rough night opening for you Frank. Know, for Frank, how
0: old was he at the time you were opening for? It was 100. Yeah.
1: No, he, w- he was up there. He, w- he was up there. He was, uh, you know, 78, uh, 77, 78, 79, and, yeah. and it, it, it was a rough time. And then there were some nights he was in the pocket, and it was, you know, I love that music. And with the with a 34-piece orchestra, I would yeah. sit in the wings yeah, like an old Jew, right. and I would fell yeah. I would just go, I can't believe it. it. Yeah. I loved it. But there was one night I was just dying miserably. Were you in front of not him. your friends? Did you have a relationship? Uh, we would go to dinner once. So here's the thing, you know, he he called me Greg, okay, yeah. and he he and when and he, he would introduce me for a bow, he would say uh, Greg Barrett, everybody, Greg Barrett, and I would take a bow to someone else's name. Yeah, and um, I he, went up to Jilly one day, and I went. Uh, this is after a year of being on the road with him. I go, you know, I can't, I I, I just can't tell you, I, I'm really having a great time. But yeah. is there any way you can tell Frank, yeah. that my name is Brad? Yeah and he just looked at me with that one wonky eye, yeah. and he was like, why don't you tell him? And I went, well, you know, I don't feel it's my place. Yeah. He goes, are you enjoying yourself? And I said, I'm having a great time. all so I gotta worry about <laughs> So one night I'm dying <laughs> miserably. And when Frank would want to come in, it was still cord, cord mics. Yeah, I still uh, ask for a cord mic. Th- there's nothing like it. Yeah, to yeah, hold on yeah. or just a... Yeah. Well,
0: no, just like a straight stand and a cord yeah, mic. Yeah,
1: yeah, you want the cord because you yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I need to know but it's connected still... to
0: something. And those, the, the wireless are too big yeah. and they don't fit in the thing right. Right,
1: yeah. right. So you can't... Leave yeah. The capsule. Yeah, it's exactly. Like motive, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So, so uh, when I started, I would go. You know, how long do I do? And they'll go. You'll do fifteen or you'll do thirty, and we'll decide. Yeah. And I said, okay. When do you think? I'll oh, know. They'll go. It all depends when he wants to go on, right. and you'll feel a little tug on a mic, and you, you just rap. Okay. <laughs> so some nights it was, and he would you, and you'd see him in the wings, and he'd go, and he would tug. Some so you don't know, you know, some nights you're doing ten. Yeah. So one night I'm just I mean, I'm just it was I, I it Where was it? It was it was the uh sands in yeah. Atlantic City and it wasn't crickets, uh it was crickets thoughts. I would say it was oh, literally oh, another so,
0: so the silence had a little va- suction to it.
1: There was a suction to the side su- at the time. <laughs> so I'm in about ten and I get a, a, a tug and I go, All right, uh, you're terrific. Stick around for Frank. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Not a huge joke, just, you know, a little zets. Yeah. I walk off, and Jilly would stand with Frank, and as I'm walking by them, and I'm, it's not like, great job, Greg. Yeah. It's quiet. Yeah. And I said, stick around for Frank, and I hear Frank tell Jilly, find out what that means. Okay? It means, okay, there's a knock on the door. It's Jilly and Hank. And Hank was a guy that would—he'd fill a room. Uh-huh. I looked like his X-ray yeah. when this fucker would walk in. Yeah, and uh, it's a rough night out there. Huh? Yeah. I said, "Well, you know, it's—it's, it's, you know, yeah. it's a, we're, we're, uh, what does you mean stick around for Frank?" And I went, "What uh, was just—it was—it was just a joke." Yeah. They didn't get it, and they went, "But they're here to see Frank." And I would say, hence the, of course, stick around. For, I was just doing poorly, yeah. You know, and Hank is trying to figure it all out, and he's, he says, "Well, we kind of feel that you make making because uh, Mr. Sinatra's late once in a while, yeah. So we thought you were taking a dig at that, like stick around for Frank, as in he'll be here, right? And I would, I would never, uh, I, I would never uh, stick around for Frank. And 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 I'm making a joke of me because they're not here to see me. Yeah. Are you not happy? Opening for Frank. The next night uh-huh. they bring in yeah. and I'm opening for Liza, in Reno. Did so you, this what, was a, this was a little.
0: Did what they put a, a bag over your head and throw you
1: on a plane? It was a little. It was a little. Yeah. You're going to take a few days. And they brought you know, and it's like the first time I opened for Frank. He forgot that I was supposed because he saw me with Sammy or something. Yeah. So when I showed up, he looks at me. You know, he was out of it then, but he was still hitting it hard. The yeah. song. And he and he looks at and He goes, "Where's Tommy?" You know, as I'm standing there. Dreason. Yeah. And they went, well, he's with Glenn Campbell tonight. So who's this? Remember Frank? You met him last night. This is Brad. He yeah. opened for us last night. So it was a little. Uh, it was like the home life. So Dreason had been his opener before. Dreason was the main man. He so was you the guys, main guy. so that's how it worked. You guys would rotate. We would. He would rotate people. He would. But you rotate would just
0: people. go. But like one night, you're opening for him, and then he made a call, and then you're opening for Liza. Mm-hmm. Frank still had the run of the. Yeah. Like he and could make it. And then Sammy
1: a- and I would rotate with those three, and it was you know it was, it was a blast. And what year's this? They this has all uh, got to be hundred. This is eighty-eight, eighty-nine, ninety. Everyone I was with, I would open for them. They would die. Okay. Dean I, was gone already. Dean was already gone. So I did Sinatra's last couple of weeks. Yeah. I did Sammy's last couple of weeks, you know, uh, Liza, we're waiting, but but it's like but but it was a joke. It's like put Garrett with them and they'll be dead. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But that was the life, right? That and, was and it you was enjoyed the greatest. it.
1: And I loved and I I came up on that music. I grew up on that first record my dad gave me was Sammy Davis live at the Coconut Grove. And with all the craziness, you know, my dad was my guy, you know. Uh, of course. And I, I just didn't know what was going on. And he wasn't diagnosed till very late in life. Yeah. And he wouldn't like stay Rodney. on the meds. Yeah. And he wouldn't stay on the meds. And God bless him, he was in and out of, uh, you know, uh, places. And it, it's hard. It's hard to see anyone go through that. But, um... He was a funny guy, man. He was fucking quick. Yeah, funny. And yeah. so, did he live? He was around long enough to see you in Vegas and go out to the yep. shows. Yeah, he and saw Raymond. He came to the Raymond. He saw the. Ve- you know, when I opened for Frank and Sammy, to him that was. Oh yeah, that, that was for him because you know that but was that our was thing. important. It was important and worth it, and just it just thank did God. They,
0: did he get to meet
1: him? He did. He uh, got to meet him. Look at that. It was really great. And then my mom. who not funny to see your old man turned to mush? It is. Right. Really, and there's nothing like it yeah, yeah and there's nothing and I know what it meant to him because his childhood was fucked up you know his dad used to beat him up and he ran away at fourteen and never went back to New York ran, away ran at all 14. the way to California yep with his best friend huh and just lived on the street and got a job at sixteen. he was a tough cat but a heart of gold never laid a hand on me and he was always you know fucking batted around those are the Jews that know how to paint boats you got that right you, you guys <laughs> <laughs> it's like so I, true, Mark. I,
0: I've sort of moved away from that that weird kind of stereotyping. Like I'm a Jew, I don't. There have been plenty of Jews that were cops, fighters, you plumbers. You. I killed, know, you know, I know. But there's no humor gangsters.
1: That's yeah, true. That's true.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so mo- like you ended up in Vegas. You're still in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the weird thing is, is you got this whole generation of dudes. I keep I keep using that word, but believe me, I'm, I'm not far behind no. you. But but I'm saying is that all these guys that you start out with, all these guys that you you're not you know you're not a Hollywood act per se, right. and you're watching them land things. Yeah. But that was not your thing, or you were happy doing what you're doing because you could gamble and I talk to Frank Sinatra. A, well, I
1: want, no, I wanted to act. I, I wanted to act, you know, and all the I way was, through. Oh, all the way through. So you were coming back into town to
0: audition for oh, shit all the time. Okay. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't live in Vegas. I was coming. I was flying out all the time to audition. I did a lot of voice stuff early on.
0: I know that's how my producer knows you. Like you know, I, you know, there's a whole generation of us that just heard him on cartoons.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I was doing that a lot, and I, I was auditioning. You know, I. Did did a little guest spot on Roseanne. I, I did a little shot on uh, the Paul Reiser yeah. thing. Uh, so I was doing- I was, <laughs> Mad about you? That you, was it. That, yeah, that little that show? Yeah. That little show. Fabulous. Hey, so hey you got to love Paul
0: Reiser. He's like, you know, he finishes that show. He's like, I'm out for a while. Yeah. I'm going to raise my kids. I'm going to relax. got going to eat it. good.
1: And yep. now he's back. He's back, man. He's back uh, doing spots all over. But uh, yeah, no. So I was, I was always really trying to- uh, you know find that thing i was not a voice i was i never had a special uh, yeah no you right. know because they would come and all the things see. that comics do you did not do yeah i didn't and uh no tonight show i did tonight Show with jay i no i did him with johnny did you i did three with johnny and i did a uh, because frank a few with uh, uh well ed mcmahon <laughs> ran star search right okay so right. that helped greatly and uh, I did uh, that must uh, have been amazing for it you. It was. Given... It was. I was 24. Uh-huh. it was crazy, and I was on there, and uh, it, it was. It was okay. Didn't kill. I look at the sets now. I cringe. I did one with Cosby, and he um, sat there. I, I, I yeah, and and he said to me uh, out on the plane. You know, it was really weird. I was at the Desert Inn. I swear to you, and I get a call from Cosby. Yeah, and I'd never stop, met him. Or stop anything. with the filth. Yeah. No way. Uh, you well, you're close. He goes, listen, uh, I'm 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 guest hosting tonight it's last minute johnny's not doing it i've heard nice things about you yeah he's sending his plane we're doing it tonight will you be the comic and i'm opening for crystal gale Mm. tough choice huh yeah exactly (laughs) i get someone to cover me i go out there we're on the plane this is 86 he's reading the times he's reading usa today he's on the cover of every entertainment section, I don't know if it was planned or whatever. Cosby. But Cosby, the show yeah. is gigantic. So he goes, uh, "I hear you do me in the act," you know, and I went, "Yes, yes," and he goes, "Don't tonight." And I, I, I was going to close with it. Here I am. You on were. To- of course. Yeah. I'm on the Tonight Show with Cosby. How do I not do Cosby? Right. Yeah, you don't need it, man. Find yourself. You know, interesting, but I did five impressions that night. Mm. So I start my set and uh, not great. You know, to, it's okay. You yeah. know, it's okay. I'm not dying, but it's never what I want. Right. And um, I'm like, I'm going to have to close. I'm going to, I got to do Cosby. Yeah. I just got to do it. Right. I do it. The place goes fucking right because he's sitting there. Right. Yeah. We fly back. Yeah. Plane. He's going to Vegas too? He's working the Hilton. Oh. Headlining the Hilton same night. Yeah. Um actually I got back for the show in time because yeah. we made it by eight. Yeah. Not a word. Not a word. And he was, you know, coming up, he was one of my guys yeah. coming up. Sure. And uh not a word. And I'll never I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it.
0: You know what? What? You don't owe him an apology. I never apologize.
1: <laughs> too <laughs> too late even, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you could Yeah, now, now, especially right. Yeah, yeah. That was your point.
0: No, actually, actually, no. This might be the time to do it. Let's hey, say, Bill, yeah. I don't know what's on your mind. Yeah,
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're probably doing a lot of thinking, but I just want to make an amends. Yeah. It's a long time coming. You remember yeah. that night on the yeah. plane? Mm. You
1: shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It was brutal.
0: But like in all this time, opening for people, did you ever open for
1: comics? Um, in Vegas. I opened for, when I started out, I opened in Atlantic City for Sinbad once. Ah. Uh, but no, never, never comic. So how old are you when Ray happens? I mean,
0: Jesus, you've been you've been making a living doing voiceovers and doing Vegas and everything. But Doing this,
1: well. I had a couple failed shows that I was on before Ray. A couple not failed built series. Built around you or just- One was a, built around me and uh, was- What'd you do on that really show? Really not good. Um, I played a single parent, uh. ironically, who um, was from Nebraska, okay, yeah, Yeah, they wouldn't, I said, you know, let's make it, you know, New York, Jersey, or maybe Miami, you know, let's, no, yeah, it's important you're from the Midwest. I go, well, nothing reads it, so they lightened my hair, and they put me in penny loafers, swear to God. And um, it was a show on NBC that was on Saturday nights, and I was a voiceover impressionist. In uh, Nebraska? uh, uh, Yeah, that had my own ad agency is what wow, I meant to what say. Wow, a stretch. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I had my own ad agency, and I did the voices for the commercials. Right. You know, that thing, and Tom Sharp was on it. It was really funny. Remember Tom Sharp, the I comic? Do. Yeah, he, he did a lot of commercials, a lot of voiceover stuff, too. So he was in it, and a Brandy Gold, who was Harry Gold's young little daughter, played my daughter. Now she's a giant, successful agent. And, um, so that was called first impressions lasted six weeks. Then I was on a show, uh, where I played a gay lawyer, one of the first gay characters really put out on primetime. And it was, it was a really cool show called pursuit of happiness. And, uh, Larry Miller was on it. Who was brilliant. And it was from the people that also, how's he doing? You know, I haven't talked to him in a in a very, very long- Since l- the accident. I, yeah, uh, which was just brutal. He's one of the nicest men in the world. He's been opening for Seinfeld. Oh, good. So he's back out there. Good. Yeah, I tried to get him at the club. No answer. Uh-huh. uh I just love him. He's so funny. And uh, and then that well, was short-lived. And then I ended up auditioning for, for Ray show. I was 35. It was in 95. Yeah. And he um, got it. I got very lucky.
0: Well, that the, the character was so like you know, it, you know, you made it your own. But there was uh the the comedy chops of it, you know, that sort of slow burn, deadpan, you know, thing. What was great is that like I don't know that that's really what you do, but you're so versed in the style that you know you really built a character out of that guy. Thanks. You
1: know, right? It's, so it's, yeah, it, that was a, kind of it. Y- uh, y- they were not thinking of me, and it was tough to get the audition uh-huh. because they they just didn't see it and. Uh, and that was, you know, they they didn't know my stand-up, and a lot of people didn't, and and uh, I hadn't met Ray. Ever, probably better off years. though, in retrospect, M- much better off, huh? Much better off. And you didn't know Ray. I did not. I did not, and uh, I, I I got and in. Now and now you're I read you're it.
0: cosmically
1: joined with Ray for cosmically, life, for eternity. Cosmically, he's such a good egg, man. I he's doing some amazing work. Great guy, just a great guy. And now he I didn't got... change, and that's what you know. That's why I really love him. It's like he's the same guy. It's hard not to change. It's very funny, like, you
0: know, obviously some things have changed in the external of Ray. Like what? Well, I mean, I think his quality of life changed, obviously, but I mean. He has a
1: Casio watch. Okay, but A rubber Casio watch.
0: Where does he live, Brad? It's not nice. (laughs)
1: No, but I mean, like, yeah, I love him, pretty, but of what course.
0: I'm saying is that, of you know, course. you're backstage with Ray's oh, like, sure.
1: I don't know, I don't know yeah. if there's <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, no, you're right.
0: <laughs> but no, he's a decent guy, he's, yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, yeah. a religious dude, he's grounded in things, you know, he's yeah. got, he, he's a, he's he's definitely one of the great guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nice, it's nice. And
1: the show is great, you did good. Yeah, I did good. I'm grateful, I'm lucky, I've worked
0: hard. Let me ask you something. Sure the The final season of Till Death. Yeah, did you did what was that like? Did were people just sort of like let's just fuck go crazy?
1: Uh, crazy
0: how? Well, I mean, it was sort of like you know, it was what it was. It was, yeah. you know, it wasn't successful, but they right. kept it on because yeah. Fox, you know, wanted to try to sure you know, cross the finish line. Sure, but it seemed like that fourth season was just like the writing got like pushed you know over the top in a no way. Question. and no you know, they, Like you know, did, you know, breaking the fourth wall and all that stuff. Yep.
1: it was almost experimental. It was experimental and desperate and pushed, and uh, we had four showrunners in four years, and they just couldn't capture really my voice, you know? Working with Jolie was, she's amazing, yeah. and fearless, and we had a great chemistry, and it was fun. We just didn't really know what we were doing. I had just come off Raymond, and to be honest, I could have been, I, I, I really knew what I wanted, right, and I knew what the network wanted, and i felt i was gracious uh with the cast and the people involved and um when it kept changing uh yeah i i i just uh i bucked a lot of it and 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 oversteered and my my uh, you know my micromanaging kind of kicked in and yeah. my controlling issues kicked in because I came off such a wonderful show where writing was really incredible and I felt this kind of started really, really large. It's, you know, it's like, you, you know, Phil Rosenthal who ran Raymond, he was like, could this happen? That's how every story. Uh, and even though in comedy you swing big, yeah. At the end of the day, could it happen? Yeah. So you know that kind of was off the table, and some stuff got a little broad, and and I just you know I have to remember that no matter what situation you're in, usually, usually, people are doing their best. Yeah. And and uh, it's it's very it's a very very tough thing to 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 find that great combo of showrunner and cast and writing and and, and 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 it's very very difficult and i was you know i it, it was my own vehicle and i really I, I had opinions and i had i i i had stuff that i i felt could or should have uh been different yeah that being said the pilot was written and they found me it isn't like this pilot right. was written for me right but you were a hot commodity yeah, for 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah, It was a good 10 minutes. It was a good 10. But yeah. like,
0: but so it was sort of a desperation, but but like I think in retrospect that, that there were chances being taken that oh, yeah. make it sort of a unique season of television. Oh, no last question. One.
1: We had three different daughters, yeah. you know, through the whole thing. You know, I remember, and, and Fox was very supportive. I think they forgot we were on. I don't know how we got four years. And the head of Fox, before we were yanked, they very nicely called me at home uh, and the, the ratings were really dismal, yeah. you know, and he goes, look, you know, we've had a great, t- and I had a great thing with Fox and a great thing with Sony and they were really collaborative as well. And, you know, we all, look, we all want to win, but it, it you know, it, it, just, it didn't happen. They said to me, they go, look, you know, we're going to pull the show. Uh-huh. They said, you know, your last time out the gate, you, you got a <laughs> oh2."
0: This is back when there was only uh, there was less channels.
1: Yes, you had a, lot a shot point oh yeah. <laughs> two, and they go, you know, I, I went, Whew, that's that's rough, and they went, you know, but out of you know our our uh, our relationship, and you know, we we just want to let you know before you read about it, is there yeah. anything we can do before we pull it? Do you have uh-huh. any ideas? And I said, give me three more episodes, and I could bring you to a zero. <laughs> I said, any big <laughs> shot can get a one six, a 2.8, to be able to say, we're so close to zero. We're not point two, we're point yeah. oh two. Right. Give me three more weeks. Did and they, I don't know if they got it. Yeah. I don't think they got, you know, that was I You were serious?
0: Oh, yeah, oh, really? Yes. Did they I, give you the three weeks? No. Oh. No. <laughs> they,
1: they thought like No, <laughs> but I gave
0: them the zero. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I also like that you did these, like, you know, while, you, that... I don't think people always understand that you know, as a stand-up, like if you're not going to be a writer, if you're not going to be a showrunner, that there's there are jobs in show business that stand-ups do. You can host, uh, you can open for uh, musical acts, but also game shows were something that stand-ups did. Oh, I did a lot
1: in the early days, right? And like like, that took care of my clubs believe it or not I would draw from those things
0: right but I but the, like I missed yeah. all that and I don't yeah. know how I would have felt about it when I started yeah. necessarily but in retrospect would as a kid it. sure but but like but as a grown as I got older I yeah. realized like you will watch Match Game or you watch Hollywood Squares sure and it'd be like, holy shit! Yeah. You know these are these are the, some of the greatest comics that ever worked, right? You know, in these boxes. And, yeah. You know, uh, uh, do sure. it, doing the what's the word? Fit, fit. Uh,
1: uh, uh, Spritzing. Spritzing. What's the yes. word you use? uh, Schick, uh, uh, uh no. no, no. The no one. zetzing, zetzing, zetzing. Yeah. zetzing. Yes. You
0: know, and it was like it was always great to you know to see yes. a weird little Marty Allen, sure. Yeah, you know, Paul Lynn, yes. Jan Murray used to fucking do of the course. Hollywood Squares sure. the match game. It was uh, Charles Nelson Riley and- yeah. Yep. And Brett uh, Summers, yeah, yeah, yep. and uh, yep. yeah. Don Adams would be you know, yep. every all yep. of them. And which, I was a
1: young guy who tapped in all that. So like I yeah. And, and when Whoopi was doing, uh, you know, when she was the Center Square, there was Big Doe on Hollywood Squares. Oh and yeah, I, yeah. I mean, when I did that, and when I did the small game shows like the Paddle Tales and the 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 one where you would draw with Bert Convy. I mean, you do, you know, you film all all five episodes in one day. Yeah. You just change your shirt and walk out there. I mean, I didn't have to go on the road for weeks.
0: And that, what, that, a lot of people don't realize that comics used to showcase on the fucking dating game. Yes. Yes. I remember seeing Robert Wool. That's right. On the dating Tom game. Tom
1: Selleck. Yeah. A, yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, and it's just sort of one of this weird, sort of lost. Yes, Uh, a chunk of show business. It was an outlet, man. That that comics could could, be seen. Yeah, that comics would do it. It was a gig, man. Yeah, gone. Yeah. So, what is this? uh, This uh, in in terms of being fired from Indian casinos and and inappropriate jokes? Sure. Do do you defend it or do you do you say like you're right? I fucked up. No, they're not
1: right. No, no, but I mean you 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 suck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to laugh at yourself.
0: You made a mistake.
1: No. <laughs> okay. I did it again. I did. Some of the Indians love it. Right. You know, uh, but, but, but it's just, you, you know, I mean, people are warned, you know, you're not getting the guy from Raymond. But
0: do you do the philosophy that Rickles had, and I don't know how well it can apply anymore, that, you know, you're, you're equal opportunity in Salter, and that mm, you... I just, I just don't defend it. I mean, I'm a lot... You don't defend y- what? Y-
1: I... I I don't feel I have to defend the stand up. Right, right. They're jokes. There are right. people that dig it. There are people that don't. You know, it's it's like it was a side that unless you see me on the road or in theaters, people don't really know what I do. And it's a lot of improv. Yes, eighty percent is crowd work. Yeah, and it's uh it's tangy. I mean, it's you know, especially nowadays, it's tangy. And you, you know mean, the a, MGM, a, you're
0: you're, riding, you're on, you're on a. Yeah, I,
1: I am. But you know, I'll, I'll tell you where I'm lucky. I've, I've, I played a doofus, and a put-upon guy for nine years on a major so show. They, so they think you're entitled to the anger. It's a little bit comeuppance <laughs> for me, and they end up seeing it as like he snapped. Oh, okay. you, you, you yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, from yeah. all the ab- so, so there's
0: like the people that see Saget.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly. this is not the
0: guy that we it, knew from exactly,
1: this- and yeah. and I think people know. I don't mean it. I yeah. think people know that you know he's just a big lug anyway, which I really am, and I make fun of myself and my life and my career. And you know, I'm in the basement of the MGM next to New York Pretzel and, and a sock store, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's on the way to self parking, and it's become, you know, uh, as humbly as it's the club in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, it's it's killing everyone else, and there's nine clubs now. And you know, I bring in great acts and I bring in R-rated acts and right. I don't do, you know, the jugglers and the magicians. So and- your,
0: your basic approach is that, look, that I'm going to I'm, it's going to get racy, yes. literally. Yes. And that, you, you know, I, uh, we do we insult people. And but if you got, you know, called, you know, called to, you know and outside of being fired, if someone said, you, you know, you said this horrible thing about mm-hmm. uh, uh, women or black sure. people or whatever. Sure.
1: What would you say? Uh, what's I'm, your general defense? I, I really, I really don't. Uh, you, you want to know what it is? Yeah. Let me give you a refund if you didn't enjoy yourself. Right. And we do. There's no, look, it's like stereotypes exist. I know it seems like a hacky type of thing. I think now more than ever Yeah. when we look at our country, which is a disaster in my opinion. Yeah. I think there's almost more room for it because all the PC bullshit has come to bite us in the ass anyway, because what is it really, in my opinion, you know, what are you saying? It it doesn't bring us together. It drives a wedge. uh, That's how I've always felt. Mm. You know, that's how I've always felt. And, you know, being a seven foot Jew with no athletic ability that came up pretty fucked up, you know, I've always taken shots of myself. Now I'm just kind of putting up the mirror you know it's like i had the white trash in the front row i had a guy with a with a MAGA hat on and you know i walked him and then twitter and everything else is this liberal prick and blah 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 oh Oh, yeah and the whole thing is like it's you know it's like we're not a lot of you know why can't we have an opinion as uh, just because we're performers and we have a platform, oh, and know? I agree with you, and, and it's always that's that's the only place where it's really like we, they and don't it, think
0: we work. Yeah, and that's the thing that bothers yeah. me. Yes, that's is exactly that, You right. know these
1: elites. They, what do they do? These actors, like we work hard. Yes, you know what do you do? Yeah, that's and that's <laughs> kind of where that's kind of where it you know uh, kind of where it went. And then I have people that come to the club. And they want to keep sitting in the front because they love yeah, getting the it. abuse. But yeah. the thing is this, you know, we try to remember because it's a small room. See, it's, it's 250. We try to remember. You got, the people in the back got to hear. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, yeah it, it, exactly. And also, we don't want to keep sitting. You know, my point is some people love it. Be, I think it's almost a release from all the bullshit and the tension. No,
0: you, yeah, you have that, that laughter that can be, you know, almost crying. You know, yes. it, it's it, you know, it, it, yeah. it is it is it, it's a profound release. Uh, uh, to be uh, abused in a context that's entertaining. (laughs) I think so.
1: Is it not? Thank you. You get it. I do, but you I know, know you, you know, it's it's a difficult. You place. You just work harder. It's know? a difficult place. But you're, for a, a comic. you're a great writer. I've never been a great writer. My thing was improvising, and my thing was you know just going for well, it. Well,
0: it's a weird, Yeah, but the thing is, it's weird is that you you know I've been you, you know I've you know in my a, in a moment yeah because I'm a club comic by yeah. nature I'm not some alt guy I came up you know and crowd work was something I needed to know how to do and yeah. I can do it right and and I you know but it's like it's a little at a character. For who I am, really, but it's a reflex, you know, and I and I can do it. Yep. And there have been moments where I'll do it, and I'll realize, you know, I go, oh. oh." (laughs)
1: The scooters I, you know, are starting. I, I, I heard that yeah. guy.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know, like, like that was a little much. But you know, and then like right after I do it, after I get the laugh, i be like, that was crazy what just happened. And yeah, like i Oh, you me... apologize? Well, kind of. I'll try to be diplomatic on stage, I but see. but but ultimately, what my grandmother used to go. She used to like to go see. You know, she'd say like I, I because I love Buddy Hackett when I was a young oh, kid, yeah. and she would say, "Well, you go see him in Vegas, but he's very filthy."
1: Oh, it's. And then, have you ever seen him in Vegas? No.
0: Oh. Uh, Unbelievable. And she would go see Rickles. Yeah. And, uh, but she, I remember she said this to me, my grandma Goldie. She goes, you know, after the show, he apologizes very nicely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he does (laughs) a song, I'm a nice guy. But it sounded to me like
0: he, like after the show, he would, you know, actually apologize. Yeah.
1: But every show was exactly the same. I I, I once saw Alan
0: King in Vegas, who I don't like that much, who I didn't like that much. I didn't, I didn't respect that much. But like, it was like he was sleepwalking. Yeah, and it was yeah. uh, it was uh, d- d- disappointing to me.
1: Yeah. So this new show. Uh, yes. You, how many did you do? 10, 12? twelve. We're doing thirteen, and we just got the back nine yesterday. Oh, so good. we're doing a full season, and it's uh, we're really having a ball. I'm I'm loving it. You know, like you, it's uh, I'm part of an ensemble. Yeah. And uh, Taron Killam from SNL is the lead, and uh, he's terrific, and uh, Leighton Meester is brilliant from Gossip Girl. It's really a good show, and it's it's about single parents and, and uh, a group of people that are kind of thrown together socially, not that they would ever hang right. out with each other, right. but, but because their kids do. Right. And uh, I've been a single parent for a long time, and you find yourself in these, you know niches that you're like well i don't know if i could go to that birthday party and see tom again you know and you uh, you always say it's not about you right exactly it's never about you which is why you're living great and wonderful you don't have to worry about that
0: i you know more people say that to me than they used to yeah i was at the vet yesterday with my fucking cat Right. And a woman sitting next to me talking to me about cat. So you look like a writer. She's like a Filipino woman, an older woman. Yeah. And she goes, "You got children?" And I go, "I don't." She's like, "Oh,
1: good for you." Yeah. Good yeah, for you. Yeah. It's true. I go. It's you. very difficult. It's very difficult. I mean, you, you know, uh, it's a lot. But uh, the material you relate
0: to. Oh, yeah, big time. And you still do our voiceover work, too. I still do some voiceover work. And, and I just uh, I want to say as we close yep. here that, you know, once I'm, I gave you the note, you know, you stayed on the mic,
1: and I appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, you're never too tall to learn. That's what I tell everyone. And really an honor to be here, man. It is and great. I'm just happy for you. And thanks yeah. for getting me thanks, on. Thanks, man. It. It Hasn't it. been easy to, to get on this show. And, is that true? And I, oh, it, it is I difficult. never said no to you. It is difficult. No, it's I not. don't want to get into it now. I, I, uh, who did you say no to?
0: Who have I said no to? Yeah. Well, you know, now we because we work with bookers, you sure. know, that- you don't want to say
1: that, yeah.
0: Well, no, there's just lists, and I. it's really just about, like, can I talk to that person? You sure. know, does that person, do I think, or do they have- Right. Enough of a story to do what we do here. Right. You know, it's never like, you know, it's not about whether I like people or not necessarily, sure. but sure. am I interested? And, you know, is there a story there? Right. You know, and can, right. you know, like with comics, I'm yeah, almost always, you sure. know, because sure. we're the same breed. Yes. And I, ne- yes. I never worry about that really. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I just had Rita Rudner
1: on here. Oh, we you did know? a bunch of dates together yeah. last year. She's, she's like a real pro, man. She's real, amazing. Real. She would go out first and then after her i'd go on and it was it was whiplash
0: it's just amazing that yeah. there are these go- these women and men these people yeah. you know i mean she was a huge act and she's never stopped and
1: she's a never. vegas
0: person and yep. uh but Worker. but she's but she's uh unto herself
1: yes and, yes. you know,
0: and, you know, you, you get lost in this world like the generation younger than me or two where, you know, they they don't have any real sort of sense of history except for a few people. Yep. and Everyone's got their people. But yep. there was that that original generation of people oh, yeah. after the old guys that she's part of Oh, big time. That yep. you know that were very defined yep. and and professional and yep. you know and historical acts.
1: Yep, you're right. So you know, and so great for me, deal. we had a blast. That's yeah. great. You know, yeah.
0: so in, in in to answer your question, I don't. It's not that I, I say no to people. Sure. It's just like sure. I get a list and I'm like, I'm not really interested or I am sure. interested. It's not sure. like so and so wants to go on a show and I'm like, no, fuck them.
1: Yeah, but, but you've, maybe said you've said that. I have. You have said
0: that. I have, but but not yeah. not really, not yeah. much, not recently. Well, I, actually, when you were on your way over here, I yeah. was like, "This is yeah. happening." He's that? late,
1: fuck, <laughs> and I'm never late. I called three people. I'm never late because I have a thing about about being tardy. Yeah, yeah. You, and, yeah, and 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 I I was crazed. I mean, really. So that's a but. But thank you for having me, and I'm I'm happy for you. And, and I think uh, we covered everything. I'm yeah, we, we have. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing to talk about. It's all good. This is, you know, we've stretched this to death. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> thank you, my friend. <laughs> Brad Garrett, folks,
0: he's a a one-of-a-kinder, that guy. So, uh, as I said before, Single Parents is on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern on ABC with Brad, and he's got a movie coming out, Gloria Bell with Julianne Moore. Dig it. Can I not play guitar today? It's 8.15 here right now. In the morning, in the morning, let me see, let me see, let me see.